0: Hello and welcome back to another live episode of The Lowdown with Brave Mama. It is Steph here with my voice back. Can I tell you, not being able to do this live show for two weeks in a row really killed me. I really have missed it. So thank you everyone for joining us today. Today is going to be uh, a topic that is probably highly emotional, right? And the reason being is because I had to really think about the answer to this question. So I got asked this question a couple of weeks ago and it was something along the lines of, Steph, why do you only talk about the future girls? And, or meaning like, how can you talk about making a difference for your daughter so much? And I think it, it kind of elaborated to the fact that do you not worry about yourself as much and everything that you do at Brave Mama, it's for the for our girls who are young now, but what about us who are living with prolapse right here, right now? And it, it was really nice to be able to sit back and reflect. I actually thought it was an amazing question because it's something that I never really had considered myself either. And I know I talk about my daughter so much and how much that we at Brave Mama want to make sure this doesn't happen and meaning birth trauma to my daughter and our future girls. And I think to be fair, I haven't really just resigned myself to the fact that I am broken or feel broken. In the beginning, I felt very, very broken. And I can tell you that when you read social media posts that say, you are not broken, your body is not broken. You can fix it with my pelvic floor trainer. It used to really, really make my blood boil because it, it at one point it actually made you feel guilty for feeling broken. Um, so that aside, I think there's a real difference between resigning yourself to feeling broken and acceptance. Acceptance is a really different thing. There have been so many times where I've wanted to give up and where I've wanted to give in, and I felt so broken that it mentally took me to a really dark place. Then I've somehow been able to climb my way back out and focus on everything else to help me feel better i know i get it though because there's a huge burden for women who might be financially stuck in their job and not feel like they've got options options to pull themselves out and by that i'm talking about when you feel like you are so stuck somewhere and you've been through birth or a birth trauma and you're left with pelvic organ prolapse, you don't feel like there's much light at the end of the tunnel. And that can be really, really hard. What I'm gonna share with you today is that in our latest book, Tips and Tricks for Women Living with Prolapse, I really dig deep into how, like the actual steps that I took to get myself out of that hole. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast here and there but the book really talks about how mentally if you're having a hard day for example your pelvic floor your pelvic is you know your whole pelvis is throbbing you can feel the bulge it feels huge you don't feel like you can do anything even like cook a meal for your family and you want to give up but yet we have to put our big girl pants on and smile and say, yeah, sure, let's go and do that because that's our role. What I would do is I would go and have a shower. I would say to my husband, I just need 10 minutes in the shower by myself, please. Within our shower, we've got some music and I'd play a song because generally one song is about four to five minutes, right? So I'd play that song and I sometimes would pick on purpose a really sad song from a movie or something where I know it's going to let me release. And by that, I mean cry. It would release all of those feelings of frustration, anger, um, confusion about what's happening in my body and where I know my mind wanted to be, but where my body was holding me back. So I would use that five minutes to cry. Cry in the privacy of my shower with no judgment, I don't have to worry that my kids then worry about me crying. My husband kind of knows it's happening, so he does everything he can to give me that space and time on my own and not have the kids walk in. And I would just cry and cry and cry. So as the tears are coming down my face, the water's kind of washing them away. And it felt really liberating and cleansing that as I know the song's coming to an end, it's like this magic happens. It's kind of hard to describe unless you've tried it. But as you know, the song is wrapping up. Your body starts to finish uh, purging the grief and pulls itself back together, so that you can hop out and dry yourself off and go and do what you need to do. Be it cook dinner, be with the kids, or go and rest for extra—you know—for an extra few minutes if you need to go and put your feet up to get the the throbbing to go away. That is just one tip that I have shared because I think when we look at social media and it talks about ways to manage prolapse, it doesn't really show you what that looks like in great depth. And I think if you were to try a tip like that for yourself, you can then work out, oh, okay, that works for me. And then when you're feeling that pent-up amount of emotion and you feel like, you know, you're clenching your jaw and your body's tense and your neck is tight, to just give yourself that time to go in the shower and use that exact same strategy and see how that works for you. For some of you, it might need to be a bath because you might need to be sitting and taking a lot of pressure off. I actually have in my shower a plastic $10 outdoor chair, you know, the plastic ones you get from the hardware shop. And then that's in the shower so I can sit. So you don't have to stand and keep aggravating the pain in your pelvis. There are lots of things you can do. And I'm sharing that with you because I think it's really important to be able to have someone in our community say, Hey, can you talk about the, the mummers here, not just the future girls? I love that. And I love this question. So we are going to be sharing more of those tips from the book in the coming weeks, because I think reading them is one thing, but then be, me being able to explain further and, and give you that level of emotion and support verbally as well, could be that little bit of extra help that you're looking for. I also just wanted to share with you that I hear you and I see you. If you are living with prolapse right now and you feel really stuck, you don't have to be alone. We do have a support group online. It's currently on Facebook. It is called Tips and Tricks for Women Living with Prolapse. And in our last episode this week when we spoke to Helen Ledwick from um, Why Mums Don't Jump podcast, we did let you know that for some reason, whatever it is that no one can quite explain, the social media algorithms and things like that weren't allowing new members to come in to the group. But I'm going to put a link in the show notes underneath this episode. We feel like we've fixed it, <laughs> but if you are struggling and for whatever reason you aren't able to access that group or to request to join, what you also can do is email us at contact at bravemama.com and we will work out a way to get you in there so you don't have to feel alone anymore. If there's anything you would like us to talk about in these short 10-minute episodes for your weekly news in pelvic health, you can also use that same email address or just put in the comments below a particular topic or an area that you would like to know more about. We'll go and research it. We'll talk to the experts in that field and bring them to you. So until next week, bye for now.